Welcome to Love and Justice Episode 3, the super serious Sailor Moon podcast. I'm Emma Fife, and as per usual this week, I am joined by my lovely co-hosts, Lola Binkard. Present. And Kelby Lenormand to discuss an episode of Sailor Moon Crystal and compare it with its past incarnations. This week, it's Episode 3 of Crystal, Act 3 of the manga, Episode 3 of Pretty Guardian, and Episode 10 of the 90s anime. So, not too bad this time. We only skipped one episode instead of six. An hour's of smooth jazz creepy rabbit gremlin monsters. Hell yeah. (laughs) This week, it's all about the origin of the guardian of fire and passion, Sailor Mars, who has psychic powers, yet in the 90s anime, can't seem to figure out the creepy bangs dude who randomly showed up and started working at her temple and then weird stuff started happening is actually a bad guy. You know, to be fair, that's hard to get good help at shrines. You know, maybe. It's not like there's tons of people hanging around there every day, like praying for their <laughs> lost loved ones to return instead of going to the police. Maybe he had a very nice resume. <laughs> I'm starting to sense a, a bit of a theme here in the 90s. Everybody oh. was kind of dumb. <laughs> you mean that no one knew what an evil person looked like? <laughs> Anyhow, it's time for episode three. <laughs> It just your pretty guardian Sailor Moon notes end with best Ray underlined. Best Ray. Also, I wrote hostage scheme for some reason. Oh, I don't know why I wrote that. But I didn't elaborate. Just that's it. This is when I just couldn't take it anymore. The fuck is this monster? Oh. I mean, to be fair, the monster in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon in this particular episode is like a combination of a helicopter and Inspector That's Gadget. Why? I'm so, like, what is it? He makes no sense. What are you? What is your purpose? It's unclear. You're not even related to anything that we saw previously. You just happened. Like, yeah. Why are you here? I, I, <laughs> once you stop trying to justify Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, it's... Much more enjoyable. Just go, just go with it. Yeah, you gotta let go of a lot of. If you, if, exactly, shit. if you let go of the rational shit and just enjoy the fact that, like, simultaneously, while Beryl was on Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she was also writing erotic novels and like beginning her foray into adult film acting. Right, right. Like, just roll with it. Like she spent like the day before just get it on with some guy on, on camera, camera and then was like, now I'm going to go do Sailor Moon. <laughs> this is the third episode of Love and Justice. Our very scholastic and serious Sailor Moon podcast. This Woo. episode is all about Ray slash Sailor Mars. In honor of Mars, I have lit the curtains on fire. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, oh, no. Uh, we're going to have to make this podcast fast, guys. Uh, we only have so much time before our it's entire apartment burns hot. down. I'm uh, <laughs> getting sweaty. Uh <laughs> My God, the cold open in Sailor Moon Crystal, like that is how you cold open, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) You triple your Shitano, you get a real concise explanation of what the Imperium Silver Crystal, whatever it is, is. And then like you get like a glimpse 
of Ray and the flames and the psychic powers, and you move on. Yup. Oh, it's so And good. just to clarify for those of you just it's joining so us, the Shitano are the four uh, Babely baddies. Babely baddies. They're the boy band of the Negaverse. They are the they are the boy band of the Negaverse slash really the Dark Kingdom. And uh, <laughs> in Sailor Moon Crystal, they are all so tasty. Very attractive. I mean, they're really attractive Ooh. drawings. They're not <laughs> as pretty as the uh, live action musical, though. I'm just putting that out there. Uh, Oh, yeah. Sailor Moon La Rey Conquista yeah. is like another My level. My heart belongs another to Zoysite. <laughs> if, you, if you have not gotten onto YouTube, children, and checked out La Rey Conquista, which has uh, subtitles. Yeah, you don't need to be confused. Yeah, yeah. There are subtitles, and you can watch it. You need to do that. Mm. Do yourselves a favor. Yep. It's good for you. And if you it are is. the actress who played Zoysite, and I said actress. That's correct. It's in, all it's, female. Uh, they're all uh, women. Yeah. Uh, call me. <laughs> <laughs> And to the lady who plays Tuxedo Mask, you are ruining my life. <laughs> but I'm okay with it, kind of. <laughs> You're ruining my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, so to summarize uh, the cold open, aside from my general enthusiasm for it, basically it starts with Jedi like kneeling before Queen Beryl, and she's like, Jedi, really? You <laughs> fucked up again. <laughs> Like, if you mess up again, like, you're going to have, there's going to be some consequences. Mm -hmm. And he's like, listen, I'm going to kill the Sailor Senshi. Like, that's his plan. (laughs) He's like, no longer interested in the Silver Crystal. He's like, I'm going to kill the Senshi. Murder. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, both Nephrite and Zoysite show up as well. Um... And uh, and all three of them are like, um, what exactly is the silver crystal? <laughs> and then Queen Beryl explains that like it has tremendous power, and depending on which way it's used, it can either like destroy shit. destroy the universe or can you know give the universe lifelong happiness and rainbows and bunny rabbits. Guess which one she wants? <laughs> <laughs> it's the bunny rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Little you did you know rabbit. she has a rabbit fetish. You, you get a bunny rabbit. You, you get, get a bunny rabbit. rabbit. Everybody gets a bunny rabbit. <laughs> Queen Beryl is actually Oprah. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> I love it. Oh jeez. <laughs> no, the the that cold open is amazing. The fact that all four of the Shitano are around yeah. the entire time. Well, there's time. only three in this episode. Well, yeah, but the fact that all four of them are alive and present I, is it, yeah. yeah. Is, Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. But amazing. <laughs> uh, mind-boggling. Well, it's one of the it's one of the things that I love. I mean, let's get real. There are very few things I don't love about Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Uh, but the thing I really specifically love about it is that they do keep all the Shitano around basically until the very end. Mm. And and so instead of, yeah, there is a Monster of the Week, but like the Monster of the Week is kind of an afterthought. It's right. really more about them. Mm-hmm. So you end up with these really well-developed, interesting villains that you don't mm-hmm. get a chance to see. Even in... The 90s anime where most of them are around for at least, you know, 10 yeah, episodes. One, yeah. yeah. one of them is inexplicably uh, a, a lady, lady boy. boy. <laughs> and one has Ooh. aqua hair. Oh, God. But yeah, the color, the color in the 90s anime needs a little um, <laughs> redirection. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Jedi, <laughs> he has a new job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Jedi uh, went to a temp agency and was like, my skills consist of mischief, 
fucking shit up and making tea and making tea and they're like you know what we'll go with the tea and we'll put you at this beautiful shrine where that's that's your new job now you you make tea i just don't understand like it makes absolutely no sense to me why jedi would get a job at the hikawa shrine when like it is established that, like, Ray can sense shit. Yeah. Like, why would you go work there? Like, that is the worst place to hide. <laughs> and somehow with a psychic is the worst place to hide? Mm-hmm. And yet somehow he's pulling it off. Yeah. Somehow he is pulling it off. I and not only is he pulling it off, can't he's understand. not even pretending to be. It's literally like, yeah. oh, there's our, our co-worker, and he's in the corner going, mm, mm, uh, uh, mm, would you like to buy some amulets? No, I'm not a bad guy under my long shadowy bangs. Yeah, he's always his eyes are always shadowy. He was he was <laughs> Chad 1.0. <laughs> oh God, there's it's just. <laughs> I don't. Oh, God. That's oh. <laughs> I literally wrote. Little Ricky gets a job. <laughs> oh, oh, no. God. Yeah, that. Well, and, and on top of that, like, once again, like the Sailor Mercury episode, the 90s episode starts with Beryl and Jedi and all the other Dark minions. Kingdom minions yeah. in the background. <laughs> hey, can I? I got to go pick up my kid from... My my ex-wife goes to. I'm in the middle of too much exposition. I'm telling you all about the Silver Imperium yeah, but crystal. I, I fought for this 5:30 slot. And I'm I, still talking. If I'm, I'm late, though, please don't interrupt me. I'm monologuing and I'm waving my hands around this crystal ball. Like, <laughs> my ex-wife's gonna kill me. <laughs> Ah, uh, what is with all the exposition 90s anime? Um, also, uh, the other thing that is, is very quickly starting to chafe me about the 90s anime is um, anytime that we see um, Usagi and her friends hanging out, it's this like background song. Bum, 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 Wacky, wacky, wacky friends with a wacky friend music. We're wacky friends, there's a harmonica. Wacky, wacky friends. The score for the 90s anime in general is just weird. It was a lot better. Like that's the only thing as we previously established that was better in the 90s dub. Yeah. Was that the music got a serious upgrade. It's that wacky, light half Andy Griffith, half elevator music. The part where we're having some fun. <laughs> well, and, and in the '90s anime, like, okay, so it starts with too much, too much exposition from Barrel and Jedi, and then it immediately goes to like Usagi and friends and their wacky schmacky friend music, <laughs> wacky schmacky friends, and they're talking, they're talking about the six o'clock bus, and I wrote. What happened to Fat Friend? Like, Fat Friend is just gone. Oh, yeah, Fat gone. Friend's gone. Well, good. I didn't like her anyway. I don't want Fat Friend hanging out with us. She was too us. short oh. to reach the door handle. <laughs> and everyone Someone else got their first. The She's just jumping for it. <laughs> Fat Friend is off being horrible somewhere. Um, oh, man. my God. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon opens with... Once again, a scene between Beryl and Jedi. I, th- I think, no, no, you don't see them in this episode mm-hmm. until a lot later. No. Yeah. yeah. It, it start, I think it starts with Turtle Dude. It does. It does. That, that, I wrote, oh God, the fucking turtle. That's literally my first I, note. My uh, note just says goddamn turtles. <laughs> 
yeah. So they. So yeah. It starts with Ami and Usagi. Going, going into the karaoke, the karaoke parlor and Ami having her pass in a very official looking see-through ID holder wallet. Um, and then, but then she does the thing that most like good kids do who don't rebel much. Right, where she like, stops and is like, is it okay to use this? Like, girl, flash it and leave. I know. Flash Just it go. and leave. And Motoki's like, I don't know. Let me ask my turtle. What is the deal with Turtle Dude? What is wrong with him? I wrote it down. I guarantee you. I guarantee you he French kisses that turtle. Oh, for sure. God, that's horrifying. He Frenches that turtle. I mean, as far as I can tell, the turtle Turtle, is his only friend. Turtle loving. Except it is established later that he and Mamaru are, in fact, friends. Yes. They are. And also. I uh, know. How does Motoki have friends and Ami doesn't? That's what I'm wondering right now. Uh, How is Mamaru not mean to Motoki about his weird turtle love? I don't know. He's he's, not. He's mean to Usagi. Well, he kind of is, though, I think. I don't remember. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, But uh, yeah, then the first. So we get all the exposition about the silver crystal from uh, Beryl in the manga and in. Uh, Sailor Moon Crystal. I don't know what the exposition was about in the anime, the 90s anime. There was a lot of it, but I blacked out. Yeah. I don't know. I stopped paying attention. Yeah, um, but we get the same exposition like about the Silver Crystal and exactly what it is during the Sailor Senshi quiz show that happens in, oh, in Pretty Guardian. Yeah. Oh, oh, I have, that's what that note is. I was yeah. looking at this note really confused because all it says is what in the actual fuck is happening and I wasn't <laughs> sure why I wrote that? It was because of that quiz, the show, quiz that show that comes man. out of nowhere. Why? I mean, why? Wacky that? montage. <laughs> We're wacky friends. Wacky, wacky, wacky friends. friends doing wacky fun things like friends. Like this is the first time. <laughs> This is the first time in Pretty Guardian where, like, I mean, not that we're, I mean, we've deviated from reality quite a bit. We're fighting monsters. But, like, we have super deviated from reality. We've gotten into this weird, like, surrealist, uh, absurdity-type situation where we cut to this weird game show moment. Which kind of establishes um, a question on my part. Is Luna able to alter the appearance of this karaoke room with her mind? I know, because she can't exactly carry anything. Right. So we're, like, these, literally, the setup of a game show happens mm. uh, where Ami and Usagi are answering questions, you know, and for the next question, you know, what is the, what do we do? What do we fight? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh, we do this. Yeah. Um, it, I, it could... Luna just make anything happen in that room? I don't. It, I don't know. I, I'm so Could she confused. turn it into yeah. a, like a danger room I'm, from X Men? <laughs> wow. Why don't they have I, that? I don't know. Yeah, it's great. it's really unclear as to what the like parameters of this room and Luna's ability to alter it are. Yeah. Um, but I uh, I do love that this scene ends with Luna giving Ami a cell phone, much like she gave to <laughs> oh, Usagi. Which I also wrote, yay, more Mexican swap meat phones. <laughs> um, they look like also, the, the swap meat play cell phone. Also, let's remember True. that these cell phones are specifically for contacting Luna, who is in fact a stuffed animal. <laughs> right. She has she, no phone. Well, maybe she's got some weird Bluetooth thing wired in oh. her in her stuffed cottony innards. I never thought about that. That's innard phone. Horrible as this is going to sound, that kind of makes sense. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's valid. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself for making that make sense. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, so they're like, uh, everybody, again, um, everybody has really random interests in this town for teenagers. They do have really random interests everybody in this town for teenagers. Everybody is suddenly like, hey guys, you know the bus schedule for the whole town? Of course I do. <laughs> you know that specific neighborhood with those three streets? Duh. Well, you know that specific bus? Sure. No, no, it's no. It's haunted. I don't. What? I'm not trying to like justify this or anything, but like yes, just to are. give it a little bit of justification. Uh-huh. <laughs> In the manga, they explain that, like, that particular intersection where that bus is picking up is a really busy, popular intersection in Tokyo. Okay. So, like, they didn't, it's not as random as you think. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Um, Of course, in uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, while they're talking about this whole bus thing, who's on the up and up and knows all the info about the demon bus, but... Umino! Umino. What a creeper. I love Umino. Why does he know everything? I'm telling you, he's like a Twitter master. (laughs) Like, the demon bus has a Twitter account, and and Umino is following it. At 666bus. (laughs) Which I did notice in the old anime that the bus's number is 66. Well, one of the, like, eight buses. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which we will get into. Oh, yeah. We will get into this. I have so many notes. (laughs) But yeah, so they're all talking about this demon bus um and then in uh in all the other versions we i I guess actually in every i don't remember how they get there in the 90s anime how they get to the shrine in Uh, the anime version in the in the the manga and in sailor moon crystal she takes the bus with ami and she's supposed to be going like to cram school with ami and then she's like wait i'm gonna follow this hot girl right right (laughs) i'm pretty sure they go to the shrine because of the amulet amulet the love amulet thing oh yeah yeah yeah. which look like luggage tags yeah they do look like luggage tags and i think that usagi goes by herself she does she goes with like naru like she goes with ami doesn't go no ami doesn't go and ami doesn't go with her in any version, Usagi always ends up either right. by I mean, herself like, or with Naru. I mean, Ami and, doesn't even like ride the bus with them in the nineties. Oh version. yeah, yeah. No, I don't like, think Ami's she involved goes at all. She's elsewhere. just like, I gotta go to school. Bye. Yeah, and grab Usagi's me an like, amulet if you can. Oh, that's right. That is exactly what yeah. happens. And she's like, whatever. We're gonna go buy love amulets. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I mean, I I didn't forget about it because I have. They a lot have of to notes go buy luggage tags but from that, uh, yeah, Little Ricky. <laughs> little luggage, Ricky. Luggage tags. <laughs> luggage tags of love by Little Ricky. And there's. Let me add. There's a very nonsensical moment where uh, two girls are buying amulets from a clearly evil little Ricky. Mm-hmm. And he says, what color would you girls like? We see these amulets on multiple bags. There is only one color of amulet. Wood. There's, yeah. there's... The color is wood. The color is wooden. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also like to add the fact that um, little Ricky is in disguise at a shrine with someone who can sense evil. Right. Is sort of the fact that Ray doesn't notice him is kind of like um It's a little a, demeaning to it, her. It's like a, a World bit. War II expert not recognizing <laughs> Hitler <laughs> in a wig. <laughs> like if Hitler had the mustache and he just put on a wig he puts on and like was a like little orphan Annie wig. Yes. Yeah. And was like working at the store where you lived. <laughs> Would you, you like would, paper or plastic? <laughs> Would you like me to sweep the floor? Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't be like, that seems legit. No. Yeah, no. Uh, well, and in, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, the way she ends up at the shrine. So in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, they're not talking about a demon bus. Well, it's there's, all There's, no, there's bus. no bus. There's no bus. It's all the girls in her class talking about how, like, 
these girls have been disappearing. Yeah. How they've been like being abducted and it only happens to girls and it's creepy. And like, if you- and we see a girl getting snatched just from literally anywhere. Yeah. I mean, we, we do. We see by, it. We, by crazy bendy arms. By go-go gadget arms. <laughs> <laughs> by, by um, a leaf uh, tornado and go-go gadget arms. <laughs> we aren't joking. Yeah. That's, that is actually what happens. Go-go um, gadget Yoma. <laughs> so yeah, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, they're talking about- the fact that the shrine itself is supposed to be cursed, right. not the bus, because there is no bus. And there's there's, no bus. there's a lot more talk about the priestess. Yeah. And she's spooky. Exactly. And there exactly. Are, when you hear a crow, yeah, then, then you're going to see her. She appears behind you and it's you like, die, basically. It's like the grudge. Like, yeah, yeah. Ray, it's just like the grudge. Ray is, is a grudge monster. Ooh. She's not, though. She no, was, no. you know, a drag racer or something in Fast and the Furious, but, <laughs> but not a grudge. She was not a grudge monster. <laughs> wow. um, but then uh, in, in – there's an interesting moment that I would like to discuss that's in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon where they're having lunch – and Usagi tries to get Ami to eat lunch with them because now she and Ami oh, are yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, why do you want her to have lunch with us? And like Ami clearly wants to, but like knows that the other girls like don't want her to eat with them, right. which is horrible, but like mm-hmm. accurate. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then when she and Usagi are talking after school, she's like, well, Usagi, it would seem weird if we were suddenly really good friends right away. We want to keep this soldier thing a secret. And, like, yeah. you know that she is lying. I thought that was sad. Even though she has a point. Like, Usagi, your, uh, friend, your friends are garbage. Go hang out with Ami instead. Oh, my That's heart That's how I guts. feel about it. Um, yeah, and so then she and uh, and Ami are walking, and Ray bumps into them. Or right. Usagi bumps into Ray, because Usagi bumps into people sassy, a lot. sassy, sassy her sassy, uniform. Her sassy, sassy TA Girls Academy uniform. I really like that. <laughs> best best uniform of the entire oh, series. For sure. Yeah, I love her uniform and in then, all incarnations. Uh, and then um inexplicably drops the <laughs> cheapest fucking rave bracelet I've ever seen. It's like, like a plastic bracelet. But it's not even a nice rave candy bracelet, you know? Like there's no rhyme or reason to the beads, there's no color coordinating. There is, it's like mm-hmm. fi- like whatever it's, beads were left over in the can. Those are the like, beads that got used. Somebody Aww. made it at idiot school. Um, <laughs> that idiot cram school that... Uh, That's called a callback. That Usagi didn't quite go to. Yeah. That's a callback, bitches. You're so clever with the comedy and stuff. So clever. Uh, yeah. So Ray drops her bracelet and Usagi's like, oh man, I gotta go return her bracelet. So at least she has a justified reason yeah. for stalking Ray. Right. As opposed <laughs> to... Sailor Moon Crystal. And, and the manga, but like really pronounced in Sailor Moon Crystal, where Ami's like, I gotta go to cram school. If you get on this bus, you're gonna see a really beautiful girl. And Usagi's like, okay. Which I love, I by know. the way. <laughs> and then she sees Ray, and it's the one time, because Sailor Moon Crystal doesn't resort to um, deformed faces and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, wow! Yeah. Unlike we see in the 90s anime all the time, all like the to time. the point that I'm like, what is going on with her face? I'm not sure what that expression's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's the one time in Sailor Moon Crystal that we see like a subtle allusion to that where like Usagi gets heart eyes yep. when she's looking at Ray, and then she's like, I'm just gonna follow her. Usagi <laughs> is a creepy. bisexual. And Luna's like, why did you follow her? And she's like, I don't have anything else to do today. 
Creepy. I'm going to creep on a girl. Creepy. Yeah. Creep. 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 Yeah. So she has no justifiable reason to go to the shrine right. other than she wants to stalk Ray Because and, she's pretty. And in Sailor Moon Crystal, Pretty and Guardi- Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon and the manga, Ray Miko uniform is obviously like a Superman suit where she just has to like spin in a circle and bam, she's in it. Yeah. Because literally in every version she is following Ray. Something happens, so she gets thrown off the scent for, I don't know, Two all of all of 20 seconds yeah. at the very most. Uh, and then she's like, man, Luna, you made me lose her. And then Luna's like, I guess she probably went in that shrine. Within another 10 seconds, Usagi is up those stairs, and Ray like, senses an evil presence. And throws that, that paper at her. Yeah, and throws a paper at her. But yeah, she's in her shrine uniform pretty quick. Pretty quickly. Pretty, like, faster than is actually plausible. Yeah, she did a Wonder Woman twirl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was, like, like uh, one of those onstage quick changes. Yeah, and like, the yeah. whole thing is just Velcro Where you, you pull one part of the garment, and the rest of it just unfurls. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the uh, the engagement dress in in uh, Lily Blonde. Yeah, <laughs> yes. or the the they did a quick change for the Cinderella revival in the Tonys like last year. Oh, that's right. Where she's oh, in her man. work dress, and then when she spins and pulls something on her apron, the entire ball gown comes out. That's it's pretty boss. Maybe it's like that. Maybe it's that. I mean, that's the only logical explanation <laughs> that right? or Wonder Woman twirl. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so she she hits Usagi. With the like anti-demon paper, right. except in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, where Usagi's thinking about what her friends were saying earlier about like you'll turn around and the priestess will be there and you'll be mm-hmm. dead. So Usagi runs away and still has Ray's bracelet. Right, she freaks out. Yep. Uh so then we learn that uh Ray's little friend, this little girl whose name is me, mm-hmm. who takes the bus. Yep. And has to, like, wait at the shrine for the bus. And so she and Ray are, like, kind of pals. Yeah. Uh, has gone missing. Her right. mom is there, like, praying for her safe return. Right. And that's has not, only in the manga that's, and Crystal. And Crystal, yeah. yes. Because the anime has invented this other plot line of... It's unclear. It's, like, is it the... Like, because in, in Crystal and in the manga, Jedi's plan is to gather as many people as he can, like innocent bystanders, mm. to lure the senshi out so he can kill them. Right. In the 90s anime, he's like using the power of love to like drain yeah, girls' yeah. energy. Because the yeah. they're all, they're they're all buying they're at the shrine are girls. Yeah, yeah, and also they're all love tokens yeah. or whatever. Yeah, totally, It's unclear totally. whether or not it's like getting on the bus or it's the, the amulets yeah. or just whatever the fuck he yeah. feels like doing yeah. that day. There's well, multiple things happening. And, and even though in all versions, like Ray's grandpa is a character, he gets mentioned. You see him a couple times in the manga. Um, in the 90s anime, he's like a legit character. Yeah, he came out and harassed some ladies. Yeah. Here's one of the moments that totally got lost in translation for me. Um, I watched the entire first season dubbed where if you watch the English version, the old dub, he is the old dub. Yeah. He is just wanting people to work at the shrine. And he's literally trying, he walks up to young girls and is like, Hey, would you like a job at the shrine? I need hard workers. It's hard to find good. I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He's not like, but even, even as a kid watching it, like I was like, 
there is something wrong with this. Like, I this did is, not. This is like stranger danger. Like stay away. I didn't pick from up this on guy. that. His intentions are all. not pure. Uh, and then you watch it with subtitles, and you're like, oh, he's a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I swear, like even as a kid, like in the back of my mind, I was like, this character's a pervert. Yeah, I, I always thought Grandpa was a pervert. Yeah. I. You yeah. just want your sweet little innocent <laughs> heart just wanted to think the yeah. best of everyone. I didn't did. It? You were like you I were like did. your own little personal Usagi. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Um, though, though, to be fair, he does ask everyone to work yeah, at the shrine as, as Ray establishes when she's like, here's how this man yeah, who yeah. doesn't even, he like Jedi does not have like another name There's when no he's name. working at the shrine in the old dub. I'm pretty sure they called him Jed. Yeah, I think they so. do. They call him Jed. Yeah. Yeah. In the, dub. In the new dub. I don't think they even give him a name. Yeah, he doesn't have one in the old anime at all. Yeah, in the in the redub. Yeah, they, done, they just never they address it by name. Yeah, She's yeah, just like, like that dude, guy. that dude over there, that yeah. weird dude that I don't it's like. It's not so like weird. it's not like there's literally three people that work here. <laughs> we don't need to ask him any personal information. <laughs> what his family's like? His like, name, where from. whether or not he's you know one of the four most evil men in the universe. <laughs> Has he killed anybody? Yeah, no big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So th- this is the only one where we see uh, Ray's grandpa really as a character, and and consequently, the episode with her like defending the shrine, it's really more about her like defending him. Like yeah. people seem to be oh, more yeah. suspicious of him. They're like that crazy old man. Like he's casting spells, and they, they all sort of are accusing Ray of being his accomplice. Right. Like not really behind it. Once again, I, you know, it's it's that the '90s anime does not carry the emotional gravitas of any other right. version. Um, There's mm-hmm. a moment in Sailor Moon Crystal where she almost gets, you know, like the the equivalent of burned at the stake. She almost mm-hmm. gets accused of yeah, being a witch a by witch, like the yeah. angry townsfolk. Yeah, because the because me goes missing and they're yeah. like, well, first of all, your shrine and you're here. Yeah. And first of all, let me establish there is a line that happens that lets us know the mother who is praying at this shrine whose child is missing has not gone to the police. Mm-hmm. Right. She has not gone to the police. These women go to the shrine yeah. and they say, uh, Ray, you you need to cast a spell to bring oh, yeah, me back. Yeah. And she says, I can't do anything. You should call the police. They have not called the police. I know, yeah. I know, yeah. Nobody notices when people go missing here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and, and once again, this is going back to the 90s anime where, like, in the 90s anime, she's like, leave us alone. The police keep talking to us. Yeah, yeah. So the um, police have, uh, like, have come and interviewed everybody at the shrine because they think the shrine is, like, Sweeney totting it up and like <laughs> stealing people and killing them and using them for the things. amulets are people. The amulets yeah. are people. Well, and and once again, like it all goes back to like it being more about Grandpa than it is about Ray mm-hmm. in the '90s anime, where like the crazy mom who comes in after you know yeah. Ray Akuryo ties on Zusagi's face and they're and she's like caring for her because. Mm-hmm. It does a lot more damage to Usagi in the 90s anime than in any other version. Right. That um, paper cut on her forehead was real brutal. Right. Okay? Where, <laughs> where, I mean, in every other version, Usagi just gets over it. In fact, in Sailor Moon Crystal, she's like, I don't care that she did that to me because she's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but in, in Pretty Guardian, girls 
like a group of high school girls. Oh come yeah, and no, like the scene, to the kick scene. Her ass. Okay, so once again, oh, like, that was very upsetting. Like Ray in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is easily, easily my favorite version of she Ray. She gives zero fucks. She's awesome. Like I, because like she still has a lot of personality, whereas like in the manga, it, like she's sort of reserved to the point of almost not having a lot of personality. Mm. And then they, God, they took it to another extreme in the nineties anime. I do not. I mean, and I'll, I'll get into it more at the end of this episode. I do not care for Ray in the nineties anime at all. Mm. I'll take it um, a step further and say, I can't stand her. Yeah. I, I, I just don't care for her. And it just, it breaks my heart that apparently the person who was behind most of her personality changes uh, was Kunihiko Ikuhara, one of the directors of Sailor Moon. He was basically the showrunner um, come Sailor Moon S. Oh. Uh, and he uh, he directed Revolutionary Girl Utena, which is one of my favorite anime oh. series ever. And, and I'm he like, made why all the did you do that? Changes. Why That's did you do good. that? It's just portraying girls in a really terrible, terrible light. She really is every awful stereotype she, about strong she female totally, characters. She really is. She is every awful stereotype about strong female characters and I don't care for it. Um, but in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she is like a total badass, but like super flawed, but still like sympathetic and likable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yes, the equivalent scene in Pretty Guardian where she's being accused by some girl she goes to school with and a bunch of other girls of being the person who's behind the disappearances of the girls is, like, horrible. Yeah. It's so upsetting. I'm under the impression that what they have taken, because it's, like, one of those little, like, seppuku, like, shrine boxes, Mm. um... like in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's her shrine to her dead mother. I that was just me inventing that to make the scene even more sad than it was, um, because she's trying to get them to give it back. Right, and then they're like, we saw a girl run away from this shrine yesterday. You made her disappear, didn't you? And then Usagi's like, no, that was me. I'm, I'm here. Sorry. Yeah. I heard the crows and I thought I was gonna die. So so I left. Bye. NBD, give it back. But I'm back now. So uh, yeah, it's all good. I know. And then Usagi's like, I'm so sorry that. Like, I caused that to yeah. happen to you. And she's like, it's not you. It happens all the time. Yeah. Well, I think, the, I think the thing that is so upsetting about that particular scene is, is that having all the girls come yes. and, and harass her and everything mm. is just like anyone who's been bullied by oh, their oh, peers. That's, that, I mean, that's what I wrote. I was like, she's legit being like yeah. bullied. For anyone who has experienced being bullied by uh, yeah. your classmates, like that scene is yeah. horrifying. A yeah. group that when, when you've been bullied, a group of angry people, your own age is enough to br- make you break out oh, in the cold. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, but I, I, I do want to backtrack for just a second. Cause I, I, I want to talk about the scene that happens before that in, uh, in um, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. So basically, Usagi goes to the shrine. She runs away from the shrine. And then there's a scene of she and Ami in her bedroom with Ami, where she explains to Ami, like, no, you know what? It turns out that, like, the shrine maiden really is just a normal girl. I got to go back tomorrow and give her a bracelet for real this time. Uh, and then <laughs> Oh, yeah, her mom comes her in. Her mom shows up. It was, like, my favorite character. And in this scene, I love her mom. she's, like, Amy Poehler in Mean Girls. Yeah. Like, here's some coffee. I'm a cool mom. 
But then she like dogpiles onto his song. And, and then tries, tries to get Ami to get in on and it. I, I think the only thing I wrote about it was Usagi's mom is cool. Like that's the only yeah. thing I wrote. I I remember having that moment too. I was yeah. like Damn, what a cool she mom. She is a cool mom. And then Luna goes to investigate Sailor V more because they're like, she's probably one of our allies. Oh, yeah. Or maybe she's the princess. And the scene of Luna investigating Sailor V is literally just Sailor V running along the rooftops with her arms behind her. Which that is such and an then, inefficient way of running. she just leaps in front of the moon and then so does a CGI cat. The effects in this show, you guys. Apparently stuffed cats are very aerodynamic. Oh, very, well, Or very that PA just has really good aim. <laughs> <laughs> that was an animated cat. The and PA an, had to throw an, reference. And an animated moon. <laughs> the PA had to throw reference for they, them to animate on they, top of. They made a green version, <laughs> and they covered it in those little golf ball dots <laughs> to recreate it perfectly. And they had the PA do a perfect arc. All right, I will not. I will not belittle the skills of the cat PA. <laughs> he works really hard to support his family. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. So then, in all the other versions where there is a bus involved, there's like some more bus riding. Uh, I don't. Okay, so Mama. <laughs> In the 90s, anime doesn't appear until the very end. Yeah. We, we will get to that. Yeah, it doesn't show up. We're going to get to that. Yeah. He doesn't show up as Mamoru at all. He shows right. up as Tuxedo right. Mask. Um, but in in uh, the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, there is the a scene together. of Usagi and Mamoru yeah. on the bus when Usagi is going back to the shrine like the next day mm-hmm. uh, to investigate the 6 o'clock demon bus. Right. So um, she is... Riding on the bus, and she and Mamoru, it turns out, are, like, sitting next to each yeah. other. And at that point in the manga is when... So early on in in both versions, there's a scene where she and Ami are at the arcade. And Ami's, of course, being very practical, being like, who are our enemies? What are they all about? What are they after? And Usagi is playing video games. <laughs> um, and <Nasha>. she, <laughs> and she like, clears a level in the Sailor V game, and she gets these two... Um, bracelets that Luna turns into wrist communicator watches. Mm. So she and Luna are having a conversation about her communicator when all of a sudden Luna just starts meowing and she's like, what is wrong with you, Luna? You're being so weird. Yeah. And the thing, this for me was actually one of the most disappointing scenes in Sailor Moon Crystal. Like it was much funnier and also kind of more touching in the manga. I, up to this point, have loved all... And, and don't get me wrong, I still really liked it. I especially love that she chose to hold Luna in front of her face yeah. as if she were hiding behind her cat. But in the manga, um, she's, like, talking to Luna, and she's like, Luna, why did you stop talking all of a sudden? And Mamaru's like, yes, Luna, go on. Oh, why did you stop talking? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, it's you again. Aren't you a regular junior high school student like me? And by the way, you're wearing a uniform now. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, no, I'm in high school. <laughs> and he holds Boom. up his ID to prove it. He's like, look, I'm better than you. I've got a thing. <laughs> but he also looks damn good in that he uniform. He looks damn good in that uniform and in those glasses. He ain't no Dracula no more. <laughs> and, then Finally, when they're t- God. and then when they're talking about the demon bus and he takes the glasses off and he's like, yeah, I know all about it. But once again, I like And that- I became uh, pregnant. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Oh I like the ending of this scene too better in in the manga than in Sailor Moon Crystal, uh, because she's 
looking at him and she's like, my heart's beating so fast. He looks kind of like that guy I like, tuxedo mask. And he looks at her and he like subconscious and he like kind of just slips and is like soldier of justice. And she's like, what? And he's like, I mean, I don't know. And I mean, so what and stuff? It like yeah. ends with both of them being like looking away from each other and blushing. Like it's like really- they both mess it's, up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> But they don't Aww. do it that way in Crystal. They don't do it that way in Crystal, but it is hilarious that yeah, she holds Luna in front funny. of her face. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so she ends up going back to the shrine, and we've learned at this point that, like, things have gotten worse. This is when Mi's mom and is the other moms out. come back. Yeah. And, yeah, and this is, in the first scene, she's just like, please bring me back to me. She's, like, praying. Yeah. And then the next time she and the other moms show up, and it's sort of the equivalent of the girl gang scene right. where they're like, <laughs> And They're housewives like, are just as scary as teenage girls, totally, guys. I'm just totally putting are. that out there right now. They totally are. Um, in the 90s anime, <laughs> uh, I literally wrote, that scene of Usagi not getting on the bus is not pretty. <laughs> no. Oh, God, it's so bad. Like, basically, Luna's like, you gotta call Ami right away, and we're gonna get on the bus. Oh, yeah, She yeah, never, yeah. she doesn't. Like she didn't, she doesn't go home after like right. the mom show up, um, and she gets Akario Tyson in the face. Uh, she Ami meets her there, and they're gonna get on the bus, and the bus shows up, mm-hmm. and Usagi cries and clings to right. a pole. She's being a big old baby about it. But my thing is, Ami was there, and Luna was there. Why didn't they just drag her onto the right. bus? Doesn't Ami just get on the bus? No, she doesn't. No. Ami just stands there. Oh. They just watch. Ugh, they just watch right. as Usagi makes an embarrassment And the of bus herself. gets away. Mm. And then they're like, well, I guess we'll have to come back tomorrow. Instead of like, God damn it, yeah. you dumb I bitch. Yeah. I would have like maybe smacked her around Yeah, I would have been real mad. I also feel like this was also the every, everybody becoming a caricature in the 90s. The idea that Usagi was a really emotional person and sometimes she like cried turned into... This is like a toddler yeah. in teenage form who cries all the time. Yeah. And it's the only version where she does that, and I hate it. Uh, mm. I just, I couldn't even handle it. I was so annoyed. <laughs> I hate it. Um, and in uh, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, after she goes back to the shrine and returns Ray's bracelet to her is when Ami calls her and is like, dude, I know where the next girl is going to be abducted mm-hmm. from. So she goes to meet Ami at the wedding building because apparently in Tokyo they have an entire building that's just dedicated to and, weddings. Yeah, and my question is, do weddings happen there? Or do do is that where you make things for weddings? weddings? Yeah. You organize I am, weddings. Yeah. I am unsure as to what an entire building called the wedding building is for. Yeah, I'm with you on that. How many stories is this wedding building? I, you know, she called it the wedding tower. I'm pretty sure. So to oh. me, that suggests like at least nine stories. That's <laughs> a, a lot. Yeah, that's, quite that's a, a that's a that's a lot of space just for weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So she like goes to meet Ami there in the old anime. She goes back the next day. She's gonna get on the demon mm-hmm. bus. For some inexplicable reason that would never happen, Ami is late. Right. I Ami's did not, not late. buy that. Ami's I just never late. I did, this I mean, this episode started to fall apart for me, like from early on. When Ami is not there on time, I'm like, this is no. I just can't. 
This is not a real, this is not real. This is out of character. <laughs> I will no longer suspend my disbelief. Wow. I'm done with this episode. A um, rump. <laughs> um, but uh, in, in uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, she is leaving the shrine. How does she, she goes back to the shrine. What happens is uh, Ray has the vision. Right. Of Usagi being attacked. Oh, on that's the bus. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And that's what happens. In the so manga she too. runs to uh, save Usagi from the bus. Right. Meanwhile, and Usagi's out, trying to get to the bus. And it was yeah. all a trap. Yeah. To get her on the on bus. The bus. Yeah. It was yeah. a fake out. Yeah. Vision. Exactly. So Jedi like hypnotizes her onto the bus. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of clinging to a sign like a whiny little asshole and not getting on a yeah, bus, yeah, Usagi. Usagi sees the beautiful girl and is like, "I'm gonna jump on the back of this bus yeah. like a and like a." Changes into a flight attendant. Um, which I do remember that one thing that I really liked in the old dub of Sailor Moon was that in this particular scene, because um, she changes into a flight attendant in the mm-hmm. in um, the 90s anime too, where she holds up the power and she's like, Moon power, turn me into a flight attendant or something. <laughs> like they, or something. it was a, it was a little funnier because yeah. like it made it it made it almost make more sense. Like it was she like, was in the moment, oh, like uh, I don't what, know, flight attendant. What goes on a bus? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, flight attendant. Um, and then I I do like in the nineties anime, Haluna's like, why did she turn into a flight attendant? And she just doesn't answer. Right. <laughs> she just gets on the bus, and that is the difference. Like in. The 90s anime, like, they actually get on the bus and, like, all the passed out people, in this case, all teenage girls with love Mm -hmm. amulets, are on the bus. Like, they're not, like, in the castle of the Dark Kingdom, which they are in in the other incarnations. It's kind of established that in the other other version, uh, in Sailor Moon Crystal, there is one bus. Yeah. And it (laughs) unloads. However, it's very quickly established in in the nineties version. There are just a shit ton of buses. Buses, but it's suspended. It's mega space. It's like the Sailor Moon version of the final scene from From Dusk Till Dawn, where you see the pile of cars behind the titty twister. And apparently, the Japanese government is not concerned about their the fact that all their buses buses. are gone. There are a lot of. I I did. I wrote. I was like, where the fuck? buses from so many buses so so many buses um yeah so uh but in all versions except in the 90s anime where luna goes with usagi but like basically usagi ends up like in the other space by herself in in pretty guardian sailor moon she and Ami use the power of their camera phones to turn into to transform into shrine maidens because Ami has figured out that the six girls that have gone missing so far for this master plot that Jedi has revolving around these seven girls, which sounds a little like the rainbow crystals thing that happened with Zoysite in the nineties. Um, but anyway, uh, that the seventh girl, all these girls were like shrine maidens in this one festival the year before. Mm-hmm. So they find the last girl at the wedding tower. Ray shows up too, because she has also been investigating mm-hmm. this on her own to like, I don't know, clear her name. Um, and, uh, so they all run into each other, and then Usagi and Ray both get pulled by Gogo Gadget Arms into yeah. the subspace where there's the dancing propeller head Pokemon. What is it? <laughs> right. What is it? It doesn't. 
Like at I, least I don't know. At least I don't with the other monster, the monster in the Ami episode. Like we see what it was. Yeah, and we see where it came in, from. And it turned into a thing. Yeah, this propeller monster thing. It literally what the comes fuck out is, of nowhere. Why I don't, are you here? I don't what know. are you made of? I what can't, are you? I it can't, can't answer you. Its face is a propeller. <laughs> <laughs> why are it you built the way you talk. are? Like I'm so confused. I, I don't understand either. What um, episode of Power Rangers were you for? <laughs> <laughs> All of the monsters are just rejected Power That's Rangers what I'm episodes. Saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god! If anybody can confirm um, that, you will be my hero. Yes. Uh, yeah. So they they do uh, have um, they end up in the evil world of propeller based Pokemon, which is. In a forest. It yes, is it is. In a forest. Wow. <laughs> Everything it in Tokyo in, is forest it is adjacent. Same, it is in the same dimly lit fog machined forest subspace that we see in a later episode. Yep. Actually, in several later episodes. And further on down, Ella and, uh, or Bella and Edward are having their conversation <laughs> about him being a vampire. Oh. <laughs> um, Meanwhile, in Forks. <laughs> Uh, oh, um, yeah, so, uh, in, so Usagi's on her own or with Ray. Well, Ray is in the subspace and all of them. It's just she and Ray went yeah. together in, yeah. in pre-Guardian Sailor In Moon. the 90s version, Ray is at the shrine and she finally mm-hmm. has the genius idea of, oh, like, Oh, wait, I show think me, that blonde guy is a bad guy. Show me who the bad guy is. Oh, it's that weird guy that lives here, and he shows that up. That I he's hated like, the entire time and, already. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you figured it out, flush!" And he opens up a wormhole. Yeah, and, and like she gets sucked in. in. There, yeah. He's like, "Yeah." And and at that moment, I said, "Why did he need the bus if he could just do, do that?" that? Whole time? I know. That's why. That's why I'm. This fine. is a waste of I'm public fine. transportation. <laughs> I'm fine with Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon because. There is no bus, and it's clear that, like, some Yoma can just open up subspace. Um, Sure. Well, but, like, it makes more sense than there being a bus, and also Jedi can just tear holes in the fabric of the universe. For some reason, yes, that does make (laughs) more sense than that Uh, other thing. And then... uh, in the 90s anime, Usagi gets off the bus, though, like, because Ray is not on the bus. Ray is just, like, chilling on the yeah. floor of this weird subspace, and then the Yoma girl monster that's driving the bus, like, gets off, and there's a fight. Mm-hmm. In Crystal and in the manga, it's Jedi who's driving the bus. Right. Um, yes. And in uh, pretty... Guardian Sailor Moon, Jedi's just not even really no. involved. Little Ricky is elsewhere. <laughs> Little Ricky is <laughs> off somewhere else polishing his geode. Yep. <laughs> is that innuendo? Whoa. Whoa. I did not mean it to be. <laughs> wow, man. Oh, God. So, um, <laughs> this, um, one of my, uh, first of all, um, one of the <clears throat> things that just gives me this like the biggest like middle school boner <laughs> is when enemies are secretly in love with each other and yes. and we have a moment oh, where Ray is unconscious in Sailor I'm Moon Crystal this. and Jedi looks at her and he's like oh. why am I so attracted uh, to it's this even, girl it's even better than it is in the manga oh. and like in, in in the manga like he and Nephrite have the same conversation that they do in Sailor Moon Crystal but it happens a little earlier where he's like bro 
why are you capturing all these people? This is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And Jedi, it's like the more innocent people I capture, the more likely I am to lure out the sailor senshi. Like Jedi is sticking to his plan. But I liked that like they were having their conversation and Jedi was like, yeah, whatever. And he's like sort of side glancing at Sailor Mars clearly. And she's not Sailor Mars yet, but Ray like like, passed out on the ground. Yeah. And then as soon as Nephrite goes away, he's like kneels down and like touches her hair. And like the- well, yeah, it's creepy. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> you creep-tastic bitches. I'm into oh, it. I know. I'm so into it. I just, I I love the, I will destroy you, but I'm in love with you. Yeah. Kind of a deal. Yeah. And I, and in the retranslation of the manga that I've been reading and in Sailor Moon Crystal, it's more or less the same thing, except there's like more of a moment in Sailor Moon Crystal where he's like, I have never met this girl, but like. I seriously want to bone her. <laughs> yes. I mean, those aren't the exact words yeah, that he yeah, uses. Yeah, but. much more poetic. It is, it is. <laughs> and then the sailors got show up yeah. and start, and start laying to, down and some start pain. to save the day. Okay, the the, let's talk about Sailor Moon Crystal first because it's so beautiful and I yeah. don't want to belittle it with yeah. everything else that right. We'll leave the direct <laughs> to, to the last. end. Okay, so the Sailor Moon Crystal battle with Jedite. Oh my God. First of all, let me preface this with the animation in Sailor Moon Crystal is not great. It's hit or miss. It is really bad in this episode, but I don't care because the story is so beautiful. And the transformation sequence for Mars, I did cry. I think this, yeah, like I I cried when Ami transformed and then Ray happened and then I cried cried during that too. So in that, so in that one, so um, Usagi is walking around in her (laughs) stewardess outfit and she gets upset. At this point, like in Sailor Moon Crystal, she hops on the back of the bus. Right. She doesn't actually get in the bus and then she she ends up in, and then they end up in the Dark Kingdom. Like they're, they're specifically supposed to be in the castle of the Dark Kingdom. Um, And uh, in Crystal and in the manga, um, Tuxedo Mask shows up as this is happening, and he has seen her transform. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. Know he didn't Sailor see she transformed Moon, into Sailor Moon, but he knows. But that, he's got a yeah. feeling. It's he's like not an idiot. Up to stuff. Yeah, he's she, like she's yeah. something special, right? Um, which is so beautiful. Um, but then, uh, <laughs> but then Usagi's walking around. She figures out how to use her wrist communicator, and so she talks to uh, Ami and Luna and. They're on Ami's computer, and Ami has the genius idea of being like, we're having a hard time tracking her. She needs to generate more energy. She's like, what if she transformed? Mm-hmm. Then we could track her energy yeah. and teleport to her. And Luna's like, brilliant. So they tell Usagi to transform. She does it. Boom, they all transport into the Dark Kingdom. Right. Uh, in the manga, Luna doesn't go. Only Ami goes. Right. Uh, and... Luna has previously given Ami race transformation pen. In the 90s anime, uh, Luna just like throws the pen again at the shrine. Just throwing shit. Again. Just pockets. Just like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm trying to see if my theory's correct. Yeah, like, (laughs) what if she was wrong? We're leaving a lot up to chance. What if she doesn't even pick that shit up? What if it gets thrown away? What if one of the birds decides to make it a nest? Like, what if? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Luna. Oh, Luna. You'd be better at your uh, job, Luna. But it's it's a great moment, and uh, again, going back to the idea that Sailor Moon Crystal really touches on the idea that um, these things that people have seen yeah, as curses yeah, yeah, yeah. are training for right. them to become something bigger. Right. We, we see Ami actively 
using her logic and intelligence to yes. solve a problem. And then we also see Ray realizing I'm different. Yes. Yeah. So in in Sailor Moon Crystal, there uh, Ami gets there and they're like having some banter with Jedi and then uh Ami casts uh the Mercury Aqua Mist. Yeah. But Jedi has ice powers. Amazing. And so he like freezes the mist. They're all freezing cold. And then Jedi starts like throwing ice like beams at them basically. Um, And and it's during this time that like Rey comes to, like she regains consciousness and she's like, Usagi? Like she looks at Sailor Moon and she can tell it's Usagi. And and something that we didn't touch on in the... um, in the Sailor Mercury episode that I that happened and that I do really like is that all of them, like the first time they like lock eyes with Usagi or touch hands with her, like they have a flashback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like they see the moon palace. Mm-hmm. And so like Ray sees it again and she sees Usagi and she's like having a moment and she's like, Usagi, is that you? But my favorite thing is Usagi's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not Usagi. <laughs> I'm a soldier. I mean, sometimes I'm Usagi, but like right now I'm not. and she and ami are are getting frozen so they like their arms get all frozen by jedi and then ray like attacks him to try to stop like just punches him basically to try to stop him and they get into an altercation and he uh goes to freeze her arm Mm -hmm. and he's like i can't be bested by a normal human and she's like but i am not a normal human because the whole episode they've They've really made a big deal out of how people are fearful of her because mm-hmm. she has these powers. Right. And her reaction, uh, actually, upon seeing Sailor Moon is, Usagi, you have superpowers too? And so, like, she yeah. she feels like she... She's like, I was born with a purpose. Yeah, I was born now to do I understand. this. And now yeah. I understand. And, um, yeah, and so then, of course, Jedi tries to freeze her arm, but she... Can't be frozen. Power of fires, ho. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, then Luna gives her her transformation pen. She goes, I know what I need to do. She transforms into Sailor Mars. Cool stuff, uh, She and Jedi fight for a while. And then at this point, the ice has melted on Sailor Moon's arm. She throws her tiara. Jedi gets stuck in the tiara. And then Rey uses the fire version yeah. of Akario Tyson and burns him up. Right. Um, and I think like he's boss. <laughs> and I think he's dead now by that point. In in yes. In the manga, in the manga he is dead. he is dead. In the yeah. manga it is very clear that he dies. Yeah. Um the fight in the manga is similar to Sailor Moon Crystal, but it is not as You're epic. Right. But in the in Crystal is is little Ricky dead by that point? No. No, no okay. He no. just he just uh spoilers, he lived. <laughs> uh, he gets bounced. He teleported. Back. He gets bounced out. Yeah. Okay. I, I will admit when I when I first watched this episode I was like I don't know if he died or not yeah that's why I was I'm like I don't know if Sailor Moon Crystal is gonna make the Shiteno deaths as like ghastly frankly and graphic as they are in the The manga manga. we're literally in the manga you see his skin like melt off his skeleton yeah (laughs) yeah it's intense bro um but I like that it goes there. Uh, yeah, but in, uh, it, no, in in uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, he seems to teleport away, and mm. he does, in fact, teleport away. <laughs> but uh, he beams out and resets at level one. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. It's like when you die in a video game. Exactly. <laughs> you have another life. It's not a problem. Mm-hmm. It's just you don't have all your powers and level ups that you gained that first time around. Mm-hmm. You got to go back and re-rent your items. It's like a real pain in the butt. But, you know, you got to <laughs> soldier on. Um, Nerd. But- <laughs> wow, man. But, uh, yeah, so in the manga, the, yeah, the fight is relatively similar. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, there's not the amazing moment of her being like, I'm not a normal human. Right. Uh, he does, like, f- sort of freeze Ami's missed attack. Uh, and then Usagi throws her tiara. Like, he ends up, like, stuck in the tiara before Sailor Mars transforms, which is how it is in the 90s anime, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like... She throws the tiara, and it's not him. It's the it's the other monster, right? Um, yeah, the, the other Yoma, the bus demon Yoma. bus driver girl Yoma, driver babe, driver babe. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she throws the tiara, and then Ray transforms and uses Fire Soul or Akira Tyson and destroys, well, kills Jedi in the manga, mm-hmm. and just destroys the Yoma in. Um, in the original anime series. Now, in the original anime series, Sailor Mercury never joins them right. in evil space. No. <laughs> She's just, like, patched yes. in. Yeah. In fact, Ami, in in both uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon and in the original 90s anime, is, like, the reason they get back. Yeah. So, this is... Okay, so they have a fight in Pretty Guardian in the subspace uh, with the monster, I don't even really remember the fight, except that I wrote down, is this going to turn into weird tentacle porn? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because there's vines. Yeah, Usagi vines. keeps getting wrapped up in vines. Which I don't understand why Propeller Monster has control but over vines. as far as I can tell, Propeller Monster has nothing to do with the vines. They're just, like, also evil trees. Okay, sure. <laughs> so we're in the dead-eyed forest, and, and uh... Yeah, I just... Super- These are evil Kandarian demon trees. Plus propeller. Yeah, monster. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, and then well, and uh, so she's tied up in the vines, and um, tuxedo mask shows up and throws a cane and cuts the vines. Yeah, but that's, that's not she that's not out. until after they beat the Yoma though. Oh. Like that that happens at the last second. Like she and Ray are about to like escape subspace, and then another vine comes after. Oh, her. that's, that's right. why I'm saying I don't think the Yoma is in control of these vines. That's right. That's right. The, the Yoma's vines gone. Are yeah. doing their own thing. Yeah. So like she and Ray have a fight with the Yoma. Ray. Turns into Sailor Mars. She also has a moment, a little bit, of being like, I get it. I know what I need to do mm-hmm. now. Like, she goes all Avatar state and becomes Sailor Mars and beats the Yoma. And to get out of this subspace, <laughs> Ami is, like, standing around and Luna shows up and is like, listen, Ami, you need to use your powers to tear a hole in the universe so they can get out of this that, I mean, that sounds safe. And Ami's like, yeah. okay, sure. Yep, just does it. <laughs> I believe I made the note from Ami's perspective um, of what I thought her uh, reaction looked like, and it's this. You think I'd be standing here like an asshole if I knew how to open a subspace <laughs> hole? <laughs> but she does. Like, she uses Mercury Aqua Mist, and suddenly there's a hole in the universe. Because um, why not? Because why not? Well, and it, it kind of harkens back to the 90s anime, where, like, she's standing there with her... She's kneeling there with her yeah. pen, like, praying, praying for their safe return. And she cries, and it's, like, her tear that yeah, opens, a, opens hole a portal so that they're able to get back to this world. Yeah, so like, I still don't... Now? Still don't want to talk about the end of the 90s anime. We're saving that. Because that, whoo. That's our button. Um, So after, once again, how did Tuxedo Mask get into this subspace? I don't know. Nope. Um, But he uh, 
Turns up when Usagi's about to get attacked or held hostage forever by weird tentacle trees. Yeah. Uh, he cuts the tentacle and they run with through. With a cane. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> I was yeah. kind of disappointed with the lack of roses. There aren't any he roses. Does. He does. I know. He throw, but honestly, in this episode, he throws the cane he does, like he throws he the roses. Throw, that's yeah. why I wanted roses. Because yeah. like, if you're going to throw the cane, at least just throw the I know. roses. Yeah. It's like well. the one thing that I really enjoy. Yeah. About tuxedo. Well, they're, yeah. they're throwing, throwing roses. Their throwing guy was busy with the cat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they didn't have it in their budget to have a rose thrower and a cat mm-hmm. handler, a plushy cat handler. So. Yeah. See, I would have gone yeah. for the roses. Yeah. The cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, uh, he and Sailor Moon make it out. Uh, and instead of dramatically vanishing like he does sort of in the 90s mm-hmm. version where he's just there one second and then he's gone, we actually just see him walk away. Yeah, I, uh, also, <laughs> are you noticing that most of these fights and shit happen during the day? Uh-huh. People they all can, happen during the people day. People can see you. I know. Tuxedo Mask is just gonna stroll uh-huh. home in that outfit the only in time, the middle the of the day. The only time in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, to be quite honest, that there's like fights at night is when it's Sailor V running on the rooftops. Yeah, there's no fight. I don't understand. It's just, like, I think in my in They my couldn't notes, pay stunt people for yeah, nighttime? In my notes <laughs> yeah. I wrote, people can see you mm-hmm. in all caps. Yep. So he just... Walks strolls away, on strolls on off, yeah, da, 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 da. and do, this do, do. and this is when Ray has her like really tender moment of being like, I understand yeah. what I have these powers for now, but like she has been so hurt by people, you know, shunning her mm-hmm. and being suspicious of her over these powers and these girls bullying her that like. It's not really a wonder that when right. Ami and Usagi are like, let's have a party and go do karaoke, that Ray's like, hold the phone. Yeah. I'm not working with I'm you. I'm not your friend. Cold blood. Like, even though, like, even though she does have that great moment of like, like, there's the, I mean, really good acting yeah. on this actress's part in that moment where her back is to them and like she is having a really emotional moment and she has just like the single Disney tear. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Um which was probably manufactured, but I totally buy because she sure. is killing it in sure. that scene. Um, and so my I I cried a little bit too. And then yeah, and then when she turns around and is like, uh-uh, I was <laughs> I'm like, not your girl. Bro. I'm not your bro, yeah. pal. But I'm I mean, I think it's I think it's realistic. <laughs> I think it's realistic. Sure. I I do I do think that in um, Sailor Moon Crystal, she's like a little too excited. To like, yeah. I mean, she's not, I mean, she certainly doesn't like show raving enthusiasm or anything, but no. she's like, yeah, I am going to be your friend. I, I kind of buy both ways. I, I kind of buy yeah, no, both. I, see the I, I buy both of like, no, I'm too hurt and suspicious of people to trust anybody. And I kind of buy the, okay, I think these are people I can trust. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of cool with it either way. Yeah. Um. So uh, let's talk up. about the 90s anime. The crown wow, jewel dude. of this crazy cake. Okay. I don't even. So they have the battle in the subspace. Underneath Ami's the floating there. buses. Yeah. Ami cries a single tear of sadness that tears a hole in the fabric of the universe. A trick she learned from all the Pokemon from the first uh-huh. Pokemon movie. Yeah. And uh, and so then Ray and Usagi and these buses full of passed out teenage <laughs> girls all need to get back there. How do so, we get out so, of okay. here? So Ray and Usagi and Luna are all standing on the ground being like, how are we going to get out of here? 
So they start to run towards the like subspace hole, but then the buses come by because Tuxedo Mask is driving the buses. Not one, not two, but three buses. He, he is all of the buses. Dri- he is he is driving a bus, and at some point, this little douchebag has strapped two other buses. To the back, the of, back the bus. of the one bus. And like, are we like, supposed to believe that he did dog. this? He's the sled dog. And the other buses also, are the sled. Are we su- again, yeah. just like in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, how did he get there? And are we supposed to believe that the entire time that the f- actual fight was going mm. down, that he was like, I'm going like, to these, these buses together. Because it's going to come in handy also, later. I would like to point out that prior to this, we have not seen Tuxedo Mask or Mamoru Drive a car? No. Like, he lives in Tokyo. They take public transportation. Like, he may not have a driver's license, like, let alone a class A driver's license with passenger certification. Illegal activity all over the place. See, here's my question. Did he did he sneak in and climb into the driver's seat? Or was he was he on one of the buses? Was he in the luggage compartment? He just just kicked his way out. Here's the thing though, is on those buses in the 90s anime, it is clearly established it is all lovesick teenage girls. It's true. So obviously he was either in the luggage compartment or he was (laughs) cross-dressing. Oh God. Also, did he spend his whole morning at the Department of Motor Vehicles? Getting the license to drive a bus. He's like, on the off chance, I have to strap two buses to another (laughs) bus and go, choo-choo, all aboard the escape train. (laughs) Wow, man. So he he flies three buses buses, like goddamn Santa Claus (laughs) out out of the spooky dimension. Yeah. It makes no sense. (laughs) Uh, I prior to prior to the bit with him driving the bus, I had written in my notes. I literally don't care about anyone or anything in this episode. And then there's tuxedo mask on a bus. I actually <sighs> like like Santa Claus dropping off presents. They fly through the night. <laughs> I actually wrote. The fuck tuxedo mask come from? Uh, that, that was that's my, what I'm saying. That was my where did my he note. come from? How did he get there? Yeah. I think we can all accept he was in drag. He's like, hey, ladies, <laughs> I going think that's my the most way. plausible choice. <laughs> those lo- those luggage compartments are pretty small. Can I purchase one of these love, love amulets? I'm totally in love with a boy. And his name is Mamoru. <laughs> 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 I just grew, I went through that's an early a, growth spurt. That's a fetching windbreaker, young lady. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you. That's my brother. Swish, 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 swish. <laughs> Callbacks. Wow, man. <sighs> oh, God. And then, as if things couldn't get worse. But they do. But they do. But they do. They get off the bus, and granted, when, uh, when, Ray sees Tuxedo Mask for the first time. Oh, She's yeah. like, he's really cool. And then they get off the bus and they're like reuniting all these girls with their, their families? families, I guess. How do their families? We don't really see the reuniting with the families okay. so much. They like get off the bus. No, they're all excited. It's, it's Usagi and Ami and Luna are having a moment of being like, yay, we did it. Ami, right. you saved us. We're all back together. And Ray tries to sneak onto the bus oh, that Tuxedo yeah, yeah. Mask was driving. Right. To like hit on him, hit on yeah. him, basically, and uh, and 
Ray is the one that's like, where did Tuxedo Mask go? And Usagi's like, hold the phone, girl. <laughs> that's, that's my man. Yeah. <laughs> and thus is introduced my absolute least favorite plot line in all of Sailor Moon ever. I very much... Okay, so spoilers. In Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, Mamoru is engaged to someone else. Oh, okay. Um, and I like that plot line a lot. Um... Because the girl who he's engaged to, Hina, is not, like, one of Usagi's buds. She's right. not one of her teammates. There is no jealousy and rivalry. It right. is more about heartbreak on Usagi's part. Mm-hmm. And and Mamoru's complicated feelings of being, right. like, this is the girl. And, I mean, she's supposed to be, like, the daughter of his, like, benefactor. They've been together since they were little. They, right. they were, like, practically raised like brother and sister. This is a weird thing that happens in a lot of Japanese stories. Where people who were basically raised as brother and sister who are not actually related to each other are in love with each other and get married. It's gross. Mamoru is not in love with Hina, to be fair. Um, But he feels that it is his responsibility. He's he's fond of her. He's very fond of her. He's fond of her. He wants to take care of her. And she's a good person. Like, she is a good person. And even she has the dignity to be like, you know what? I'm not the girl. Like, I'm important to you, but you don't love me the way that I love you. Right. Uh, but in the 90s anime, oh it's like, God. let's take two dynamic girl characters who are supposed to be on a team who are and have them fight over right. a dude. And they are not even friends at this point. No. They have just met. And they right. are and immediately, immediately are antagonistic. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, why do girls have to be in competition with each other? I, uh, I, I swear to God, the number of times on the 90s anime when Rei sticks out her tongue and Usagi starts crying... I want to put all of those things in a bag and drown them in the lake. Well, and what's super duper annoying about it too is that like in the manga, very specifically, Naoko Takeuchi had created the character of Rei to be the ideal Japanese woman. Mm. Like she is very mature and reserved and like, I mean, she... She's a little sassy. She definitely uh, stands up for herself. Because there's plenty of moments where she's just like, I don't like men. Don't like them. Yep. Um, but overall, like, she is supposed to be this mature, composed character. Like, in the manga, they all... And I think this happens in the 90s anime, too, where, like, their initial reaction when they first hear about her is they're like, that's probably the princess. Because hmm. she's so classy. Yeah, because she's so classy. Exactly. And instead you've got this, like, hey, Ugh. dummy, I'm going to steal your boyfriend. You're ugly. Yeah, I don't like it. You're a <laughs> baby. I hate you. Friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not I don't, great. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Not great. Yeah, but that's how the <laughs> 90s episode ends. Uh, Santa wah, wah. Claus, Tuxedo Mask. Flies buses. Fighting girls. Two girls fight over a boy, which barf. Ugh, especially that boy who wants the local asshole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's mean. Don't date him. Yeah, he's awful. So, yes, that's the end. Yep. That's uh, Santa Claus bus. That's time. Mm-hmm. We have three very different stories, in my opinion. Very, yeah. very different stories. Very much. Now, ultimately... The story that's being told in the 90s anime and in the manga and crystal, which is manga and crystal are very, very, very close. Yeah. Um, the, the basic story elements are the same, 
But I feel that because Ray is so different as a character, it's a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and thus begins the spiral of the 90s anime mm. becoming we're, very different we're from the manga. We're seeing three very different Rays. Yeah. Very different Rays. So. Yeah. Entirely. Entirely. I mean, there, there are similarities for sure between uh, Pretty Guardian Ray and manga slash Crystal Ray. Uh, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know who that monster is in the 90s anime. I don't want to associate with her. And she is not Sailor Mars. <laughs> She's not allowed to sit with us. No. Uh, My friend is doing the voice of Sailor of that Sailor Mars. I, I have Marita. nothing against her. I just don't like that character. She loves her. And she is one of my favorite characters in every other incarnation. Mm. No. She's just too mean for She's me. She's so mean. She mean. She's just mean. She's really mean. Uh, but still, final thoughts. Oh, man. Pretty Guardian Ray. I love you so much. I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> my final my final advice is learn how to drive a bus. You never know when it will come in handy. <laughs> uh, Jesus. I don't know, man. Uh, final thoughts. Throw more roses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. You can keep dreaming. I'm going you to hold keep, on to this dream as dreaming, long as dreaming. it fucking Actually, takes. in in the Sailor Mercury episode and in the Sailor Mars episode, he didn't throw a rose in either of those. Uh, um, that's what I'm saying. It could happen. It could happen still. I could have my dream of the throwing of roses. I'm holding on to that shit. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> Believe in your dreams, Kelly. I do. Believe in that's your dreams. That's what he would say. <laughs> he, would, he would throw a rose, and then he would say those exact words to me. Oh, man. Uh, so uh, we're all on Twitter. It's a great place to find people. Kelby, how can we find you on Twitter? On Twitter, I am at Real Femininity. F-E-M-I-N-E-R-D-I-T-Y. Real Femininity. And Lola? I'm at at Unwinona. U-N and then Winona. If you don't know how to spell it, it's as in Winona Writer on Winona. Yes, and I am uh, at Emma Fife. Very, very creative Twitter handle. You're a genius. <laughs> Just a general which, summation of who she of actually is. Who I actually am. <laughs> uh, what can I say, guys? It's a good name. <laughs> it is. It, it is. is a good name. It's a good name. It is. It's like a. It's a good one-off name. Like you say it like it's one word. Emma Fife. Anyway, uh, you can also follow us all collectively on Twitter at NerdStreet. That is the Twitter handle for the NerdStreet Hoodlums, which is our YouTube channel. Uh, And you can follow this podcast at LNJPod uh, to keep up with all of the Love and Justice goings-ons. Love and Justice pod is too long for a Twitter handle, so Mm -hmm. that's why I had to... uh, Make the little abbreviation, plus who wants to type that many words? Not Uh, you, not us, not um, me. I'm very busy. uh, Yeah, guys, so uh, keep listening, tune in next time, and uh, we'll uh, invade your ears via the powers of the internet again soon. Indeed. (laughs) 